0: And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. 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 Please be Some of you might recognize uh, the prayer that I just prayed from Compline the daily prayers that many in our tradition pray before lying down for the night. You might have noticed that it is not nighttime. (laughs) And while many students uh, might be sleeping after a long week of finals, we are gathered here standing in the light of a great and glorious morning. However, it is Advent, it is the first season of the new liturgical calendar. It is the season defined by shortened days and long nights. It is a season defined by darkness that calls us to find and be hope, joy, peace, love, and light in the midst of darkness. Even as it calls us to embrace the deep Contemplation that sometimes only comes in a silent night. So, it is morning, a beautiful, sun-filled morning, but it is also the season of long, quiet night. In this church, in our tradition, at night we pray, keep watch. Dear Lord, with those who work or watch, or weep. We pray for those who are waiting through the night, for we are a people who waits through the night. We wait on the Lord who will renew our strength, that we might mount up on wings like eagles and soar, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. We sing out that weeping may linger for a night, but joy comes in the morning, we know that the Lord our God waits to be gracious to us and that our God is just and that we who wait are blessed. So we, awaiting people, find John the Baptist awaiting man in prison. Prison is not a place for people. Prison is not a place for people. Prison is not a place for people, but it is a place for waiting. It is a dark place. It is a place of working, watching, and weeping. It is a place of long night. In first century Palestine, prisons were specifically designed for waiting. In fact, the idea of incarceration as a punishment would not be pioneered by the christian church for another few hundred years and it would not be picked up by the state until the late 18th century in england people in palestine were placed in prison because the state needed to compel someone's compliance in which case the state was waiting on the prisoner or the state needed time to decide what to do with the person, in which case the prisoner was waiting on the state. Our friend John is in the latter category. Having spoken truth to power, John was arrested. His accuser, Herod, fears the consequences of killing John, but also can't risk releasing his strongest and most influential critic. So John is waiting on Herod to decide what to do with him. Yet John's focus is not on his incarceration. John's focus is on the movement and the people he serves. John is not the object of his own waiting. John is not waiting on himself John is waiting on the poor, the sick, and the marginalized. The etymology of the word wait is that of watching. Wait was a word applied to those who watched and cried out, rang a bell, or blasted a horn to alert a town or village. The job of waiting is the work of watching, for bad news and good news coming to the community. John has a job to do. Even from a cell being indefinitely held without bond on the whims of an entitled and childish ruler, John keeps watch. Even as he is incarcerated in an injustice system, John keeps watch. Even in the night of John's life, John keeps watch. John is Martin Luther King writing a letter from a Birmingham jail. John is Nelson Mandela planning a movement from Robben Island. John is Angela Davis using her high-profile incarceration to call attention to the inhumanity of prisons. John is a pregnant Diane Nash refusing bail in a Mississippi jail to highlight the injustice of a cash bail system. John is Fannie Lou Hamer, who walked out of a jail cell bloodied and beaten and marched to the 1964 Democratic National Convention to demand seats for the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party. These latter two examples are documented in the book, Captive Nation, in which University of Washington professor Dan Berger discusses the role jail cells played in civil rights organizing between 1955 and 1965. Berger writes, the best place to know freedom was where it was most elusive. For the civil rights movement, Jail served many purposes. It was a rite of passage, a form of community, and a tool for political mobilization. Imprisonment was so common to the civil rights movement that historians take it for granted. Movement uh, partisans breathe an air thick with the threat of incarceration. Earning their stripes by surviving a night or more, in jail. Our friend John the Baptist is each and every one of these leaders who suffered the indignity and inhumanity of incarceration. He is each and every child sleeping in tents at the border and each of their parents being rounded up, jailed, and deported for seeking a better life for their family in this country. John is James Baldwin writing to Angela Davis that if they come for you at night, surely they will come for us in the morning. John is every captive keeping watch. John is a waiting man. And so he asks, crying out in the night, crying out from the margins, crying out from the wilderness, crying out from a jail cell, crying out from his post to Jesus. Are you the one we have been waiting for? And Jesus puts our friend's heart at ease. The blind see, the deaf hear, the sick are healed, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news. What is the good news? That Jesus Christ, our Lord, keeps watch with those who work and watch and weep and wait in the night. That the prisoner, the sick, the poor, and the marginalized are the object of God's eye. God waits on us, and God waits with us. Wait for the Lord, whose day is near. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart. Amen. Amen.